with the first overall pick and who I would like to speak with in this segment. The Damon Bruce Show selects veteran NBA play-by-play man Tim Roy. Come on up and meet the commish, Tim. Tim Roy is our good friend joining us here. He's going to join you later tonight on KNBR 1050 to host a special draft night edition of Warriors Roundtable, and he will know much more about the content of that show after the Warriors make their pick to join the parade of speculation. In the meantime, though, we bring in our friend Tim Roy to say hello to for the first time in a long time. Tim, how you doing? I'm doing well, David. How are you? I'm doing very good, thank you. It was a particularly odd and interesting day for the Golden State Warriors. It's incredibly a shame that the the timing all this happened today because today needs to be about the future, not the past, especially past that had really nothing to do with this team when the past happened. Uh, An odd day, to say the least. Never a dull moment around the Warriors, Tim. Well, it's an odd day, but it's also an exciting day in a sense where I think other than opening night and, and the NBA playoffs, uh, this is this is one of the great days of the NBA calendar because it's where you know hope is eternal. Uh, there's a, you know exciting you know moves. People are like glued to their computers from the, you know the time they wake up to, to ten o'clock at night, you know waiting to see what, who's going to pull the, the hammer down trade. So you know it's it's a it's, it's truly one of the great days of the year. Today I look forward to. I really love draft week. It's it's really one of the days I look forward to all year long. It is an awful lot of fun, and you know I I see that. Uh... You know, there's been an awful lot of speculation about how the board will play out. Will there be a lot of movement among the first five picks? Will Michael Kidd Gilchrist fall back beyond the top three picks? And if any one of those or all of those things happen, it's going to be a very much a live board in motion. Do you think if you if you are a betting man, Tim Roy, do you bet on a lot of trades tonight and an awful lot of activity, or do you think teams are going to end up showing up and picking an order, kind of like we, you know, we usually get? I think I think it's going to be a very active night because you have a number of teams with multiple picks. You know, Houston has amassed picks in the first round that can be valuable to teams below them. The Warriors have four picks, three of them in the top thirty-five. So that makes them a, a, a player, a chance to, to make some moves there. You have other teams that have multiple picks. Cleveland has multiple picks. Uh, Charlotte needs to add not just one good player, but you know many good players. So they're you know in the mix with their number two selection. So I think it's going to be pretty exciting. I think we're going to have. A, I think this could be a very heavy trade day in the NBA, just simply because of, of the teams that are poised. Uh, teams are, are shopping some players around. There's reports that LA is shopping Paul Gasol. Uh, so there are some some major players in, in at, at stake here, and I think you know with the free agency period coming up, and with teams, you know some teams are, are pretty certain of how they're going to go and who they're going to get. Other teams, well, maybe not so clear, you know. And so I think that's going to maybe pressure some teams into making a move now to either get a piece for the future or get a piece, a veteran piece, while giving up maybe a draft pick. Tim Roy, Warrior play-by-play man here on KNBR 1050. You can catch him tonight. The draft is here on 1050. And after the draft concludes, it'll be Tim with a special draft night edition of Warriors Roundtable. And I know, I know, Tim, that the plan is to have the pick on, whoever he may be. Who else do you have planned to join you tonight? Well, Bob Myers, so Joe Madger will come by and join us. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, other than that, it's kind of like a, an episode of Mystery Day. You know, we're not sure who's going to be on the show. <laughs> Eliminate uh, with Tim Roy. 
<laughs> you know, so you know, it, it, so it, you know, we could have a, a couple of guys. We could, you know, who knows? I mean, I, I think the Warriors will be active. We maybe will we'll be talking to a veteran player who's a, a now a member of the Golden State Warriors. So uh, it, it's really, uh, and that's part of the fun of it is that you know you, you come in, and you, you think you know you're not sure how the day is going to end up. There was a little bit of a rumor about a week ago that the Warriors were talking about moving the seventh pick to Chicago for Luol Deng, and I mean, I would do that deal at the speed of light and apparently the bulls felt the same way about that too and said that's why we're taking the trade off the table we're not going to offer dang for number seven um is there a veteran out there that you think uh the warriors might be looking to move for their pick yeah i think it's, i think there's a i think when you, you you approach a draft like this i think you can't just you know, target one guy because, like I say, say if you just target, say, dang, in that case, and Chicago says, no, we're not going to move him, then, you know, you better have a plan B. So I think there's a number of veterans. And I think the, the one thing with the Warriors right now is even though they have some established players at, at certain positions, David Lee at four, you know, if, if Steph Curry's healthy, he's the, he's the one. If Andrew Bogut's healthy, he's the five. But I think you have to improve across the board. I think you have to improve in every area if you're the Golden State Warriors looking to, to – be that team that you want to be, that team that's going to be in the hunt for the Western Conference crown every year, which in turn would give you a chance to eventually win a championship. So so I think you have to improve across the board. And I think if, if uh, you know, you were to inject, you know, Bob Myers with true serum, you could probably could hear about all the scenarios that they have laid out because they've done a lot of work, a lot of phone calls. And I, I think uh, on draft day, I think, it, you know, it's, it, Plan A may end up being Plan D at some point, and Plan Z may move up and actually be the one you you actually accomplish. So I, I think there's a number of veterans out there that will be in play for Golden State. Rockets and Kings are talking about flipping picks for that number five overall. That would probably absolutely happen if Kid Gilchrist falls beneath three and the Kings think that they can go up and get him. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Have you fallen in love with a particular player as you sat around and doing the research just for you know the, the research that you do, the fan that you are, and the show that you'll be hosting tonight? Has there been a player that if it were up to you to make the pick, Tim, you'd like to see added to this team ahead of everyone else, regardless of draft position, and we'll accept all answers outside of Anthony Davis? <laughs> oh, right. That was my answer, right? I had it. I had it. Um, behind him, you know, uh, watching Beal uh, is, you know, he's impressive. He's got, you know, some an NBA skill set. I think, I think Kid Gilchrist is another guy. I mean, if he, for whatever reason, is at seven, I think he snapped him up. Uh, what impresses me about uh, Damian Lillard, the kid from Oakland, who played for the Oakland Rebels and AAU and, and Weber State, is, is, is what he has done so far. He has shown a competitive nature going to Chicago, playing both days, doing individual workouts, shows some confidence. He's not afraid to put, you know, put his skills on by himself. And you know, the other part about it is that, that you know, there's one part in his career where he got hurt. And so he wanted, he says, well, what do I do now? I said, well, how about some game film? So he went through and he watched every game he had played up to in that point, breaking it down play by play by play, and that shows a commitment that he's going to get in there and he's going to work. He's another kid that I, that I really like. Tim Roy, again, he'll be coming up tonight on a special draft night edition of Warriors Roundtable. Every game that you watched last year, we, we it was it was a, just a weird 
year of Warrior basketball. There were lofty expectations. Whether they were realistic or not is for another show. Then there was the reality that set in. Then there was the tanking that needed to happen. Then there was the trade. It was just a weird year. So to say what the Warriors need, it's a long list. But if it were up to you, the the top three things the Warriors have to address, is it a a particular skill set or is it something more general, like just toughness they need to be a tougher meaner basketball team and we'll take the guy who can add two more notches of mean than the you know, the guy who uh, looks good in, in in workout and combine film we're drafting attitude maybe not necessarily a particular skill yeah i think the three areas you know to me you know, being tougher is, is one and i think you're going to accomplish that if you get an athletic four or five who's a defender who can come in for either either Lee or, or Bogut and spell them? I think you you can accomplish it that way. Uh, to me, I, I I'd love to, and I guess it's just me talking, uh, but I would love to see a, a veteran backup point guard on the Golden State Warriors, uh, just as a guy to come off the bench and and get you in your offense, run your show, and and three, you just need to get deeper. You need to get deeper across the board. That's you know you can never have enough good players. If there's one thing the Warriors have have. Uh, have shown us over the years is that you have to prepare that this could be a year of injury. And if it is, you have to have guys who can step in and hold the fort down while you get healthy. What kept Stephen Curry's attitude adjusted well last year? Was it just he's, he's the guy's just he's a pro, his dad was a pro, and he conducts himself professionally? I mean, I he through all the problems, through the ankle, which had to be a combination of frustrating and scary for him, he never lost a bad attitude. He never tweeted a negative thing about it. Um, you know, w- w- were you impressed by what Curry did last year under the circumstances of just dealing with it? No question. I think you hit right on the head. His dad was a pro. He's got uh, he's got two really good parents, and that has has forged his makeup and. The fact that his dad was, you know, an NBA pro, you know, he knows how long the season is. He knows how there's going to be ups and downs. He knows how long the career can be. His dad played in the NBA for a long, long time. So he knows that, that you have to be a little patient and a little, uh, you know, a little, I guess, you just can't really get too wrapped up in the moment, that you have to think long-term all the time. So I, I think that's one way that um, – uh, that a guy like Steph Curry can can survive all this, and that's how he did it. I think he had a, he had a great attitude about it. I mean, he was frustrated. There's no doubt he was frustrated, and I think he still is, and he will be until he gets back on the floor. But I think he understands the big picture and long term better than most guys his age. Can you letter grade me, Clay Thompson's rookie year? I thought he was solid, but given the circumstances, I think it's tough to to grade him without putting it on a curve. That's the best-looking Warrior draft pick I've seen in a while. I, I really mean it. I mean, you know, Monte was a surprise in the second round. Steph Curry, unfortunately, he hadn't stayed healthy. You know, you know that didn't really work. Uh, well, Epi is a good player, though. Epi is a player that, that he's going to be a good pro. When he's on the floor, uh, you play better, and your team is better. Epi, if you look at the go back and look at his box scores over his first couple of years, He's the most. I he, never wanted him traded. Tim. Well, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he would get he would get he would get five points and six rebounds and two blocks, and he'd be like a plus ten in a ten point loss. 
and was like, wow, you know, when he's on the floor, your team plays better. But 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 was Clay goes and, and, and sorry for interrupting. Uh, B plus was what I would give him, and the only reason I wouldn't give him an A was the fact that they, that he struggled a little bit early on, and and it took him a little bit to get going. But once he got into the starting flow, uh, I thought he really, it, to me, what was impressive wasn't the shooting because we knew he could shoot was the fact that after a while he started to put the ball on the floor. Start, he started to make adjustments to his game. As guys played him, he would take the ball off the dribble and try to get to the rim. And I think that showed me that, that he has enough sense, that again, he's got the benefit of a dad who played in the league, that uh, where he knows now he has to do something else. He can't be a one-trick pony. He has to do different things. And that was really impressive for me for a rookie. Between Curry, between Thompson, there is a little trend of drafting the son of a guy who has already been in the NBA, and I'm wondering if that might benefit the doubt of Austin Rivers. Should he be there for the Warriors at seven? Well, I, I think you have to consider him. I, he's moving up the ladder really quickly, but there's some other guys that are also there as well. I mean, the kid, uh, Deion Waiters from Syracuse is a really good guard. Uh, Lamb is a good guard. Uh, so I think Rivers will be there at seven. Uh, I don't know if he's that that high of a pick. I think he, he'll, he has got a good chance of going in the lottery, but I don't know if seven is where you want to take him. Tim? We will uh, tune in tonight for sure, and I mean that. I, I enjoy your draft night shows, especially when you get the pick on. I always like to hear the, the first impression that the young man makes. So we'll be tuning in tonight for your show, and uh, all the best to you, and hopefully the Warriors pick a winner here. The Bob Myers era begins in about an hour and a half from right now. And we will uh, be on as soon as the, the last pick of the draft is, is done. We're on the air, and we'll be taking your calls and comments at the same time. Promise me you're wearing a canary yellow pinstripe suit just for this show. Uh, no, it's sort of a peach, peach outfit. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. All Tim right. Roy.